right. Zoom fatigue. We've all heard this. I, it's probably going to be in the dictionary by next year. But what is it really? Okay. Uh, my definition is sore buttocks, slightly throbbing head from staring at everyone in their pajamas while participating in a meeting. Oh, wait. And then another meeting and another meeting in your dining room due to COVID. All right. So that's one, you know, urban dictionary definition. The real definition of Zoom fatigue is tiredness or burnout associated with overusing virtual platforms. So today we're looking at how we can utilize other things, nonverbal overload, making sure that we're not just having cameras on for the sake of having them on. So we have a, quite a bit of research today, and those are going to be in the show notes below. So if you like to explore more, jump on into those articles, journal articles, data, statistics, so that you can really research it for yourself. I'm Becky Pike Booth with the Bob Pike Group, and excessive amounts of eye contact is called the eye glaze. We do not want the glaze to happen during our sessions. Let me give you an example. In the elevator, right? bunch of people close, all standing around you. What do you do when you walk in and you get in there and you turn around? Are you are you giving eye contact or are you looking away or looking down or looking at your phone? Obviously, it's the second, right? We are not looking people straight in the eyes and giving them a little love nudge. No, it's awkward. And that is kind of the definition of like, why are we expecting everybody to have their cameras on all the time? Now we're face-to-face -face constantly. So eye gaze on Zoom is actually eight times higher than if you are giving training face-to-face. -face. Now, you know, face-to-face -face, presenters should, you know, look at their individuals for about three sentences. That's what I've used as a rule of thumb the last 24 years. And that really helps with cognitive overload and keeping it smaller. Um, I just did a webinar for China. And no matter how often I said, turn on your mic, share. I got a lot of silence, radio silence happening. Well, that is because they're, they just weren't as comfortable to turn that on and their cameras also weren't turned on. So not only do you have eye, the eye gaze going on for you, because you're watching yourself, but no one else is on, but then also we're getting into that overload um, of just maybe talking a little too much. Even vocalization um, on a video takes more effort and energy from you, the trainer. So if you're doing still doing those virtual webinars, it's harder because you can't see the cues. You can't see if they're rolling their eyes. It's further away. And of course, we don't want it to be audio only conversation because your group is going to suffer from that as well. And by the way, the larger the group gives, the more people suffer. Now, if you were to hand, you know, get a handheld mirror, right? And you were to put that in front of you the entire session, I guarantee at some point you're going to have to look away. And that's what we want to do for our learners. We want to give them a chance to look away and not always have to be on. The percent of people doing other work when their cameras are on or off is 73%. And that research is kind of widespread. People are doing other things. They might make it look like they're looking at the camera, but they aren't. 
Optometrists recommend the 20-20-20 rule, right? Every 20 minutes, look away at something 20 feet away for about 20 seconds. Stanford, um, they did, the University of Virtual Human Interaction Lab did a study um, and found that we bink, blink far less when we're looking at the camera and looking at what we're doing virtually more so than if we were in the classroom. It's causing a lot of eye irritation and dryness. So what are some things we could do to avoid Zoom fatigue? Number one, Get breaks in between meetings. Okay, got to have five, 10 minutes between each virtual meeting. Get up, get moving, move your body. Of course, follow the 20-20-20 rule. Adjust how your Zoom call looks. Gallery view versus presenter view. Maybe you want to hide your own camera. Adjust the height of your camera and your lighting. That can make all the difference, make you look really good and be like, ooh, ooh la la, I want to look at myself. Um, and then, of course, think about it. Not all webinars need video. Psychology Today says room lighting can make a huge difference. And when done with work, you should get rid of things, especially if you're out in the open at your you know, kitchen table, get rid of the coffee mug, get rid of anything that is related to work so that you can create some of those boundaries. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. Thank you so much for learning a little bit about Zoom fatigue and how we can overcome that. We will see you next Friday for another Creative Training Techniques podcast.